You're listening to Nextcast. You're listening to Nextcast. You are listening to Nextcast. A podcast from Nexus International School in Singapore. Hello, everyone. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the first episode of the official Nextcast. Um, I'm your host Josh, and sitting to my uh, left we have uh, Kyra. Yeah, Hello. and um, across us from this very couch we have the face of the school, Mr. Lachlan. <laughs> the face of the school. Thank you very much. <laughs> well, we are excited to have you and la- you. and be our first guest to launch off this podcast. This is awesome. Um, could you tell us um, a specific teacher when you were a student yourself that was maybe a big influence to you getting to you leading up towards this job? Or maybe um, a big influence in your career. I don't know about in the career. So let's start with, if I can reframe the question, a teacher that uh, had impact in my life. Actually, this was a year seven teacher. Uh, his name was Mr. Gilchrist. I can still remember him. He's a geography teacher. And what was the impact? It wasn't what he taught me. Can I remember everything that he taught me? No. But what I remember is how he made me feel. He believed in me. And the thing is, and this is a little bit of a background for you, (laughs) maybe I shouldn't be saying this, I probably spent most of my time in the principal's office uh, because I wasn't the best student in the world. Uh, And back then, uh, when you got in trouble, punishment was followed up by being caned. Yeah, so it was quite a painful experience. However... This teacher, which is interesting, because he came to me at one point and then he apologised for doing it because he was told he had to do it. Wow. And But, you know, I had still respect for him because he believed in me. He sort of um, had that... He made me feel like I belonged and that someone knew who I was. And even though he was forced to do something that wasn't very pleasant, uh, I still... That was one thing that still... I, I forgave him for that because I, I knew that he had a, a deeper relationship with me because of it. So it didn't influence me into teaching, by the way, <laughs> at that point. If you go back to the people, like my colleagues or your peers, um, my own peers, if they found out that I was a principal of a school, they would uh, have, be having a bit of a laugh <laughs> at me, not with me, uh, because they wouldn't have expected me to be in a position like this. I mean, not every student's perfect. I mean, each have their own, but we've, you've, you've obviously evolved from what you've be from. <laughs> evolved. Yes. I mean, I must admit, I didn't play the game properly when I was at school. Mm. And I wish, if I look back, that uh, I had more time and people to talk to me about how to play that game properly and to learn better. Uh, and back then, this was some time ago, I'm not going to give you the date, <laughs> it was more about learning and teaching was more about us just giving, teachers just giving knowledge, they didn't worry about relationships, they didn't have all the well-being part of it, all those sort of other things that help us to be happy and learn wasn't really part of the way they taught. Uh, so you didn't get a lot of time for counselling and things like that. But I wish someone had told me a few more things I know now. Following what you were saying about, you know, being sort of that troubled student mm. or being a student that wasn't exactly what was 
a model, what people would expect to be a model student yep. who would progress into becoming a principal. Mm. Were there any other careers that you were interested in that maybe you were thinking of, such as you mentioned he was a geography teacher? Were you interested in different... Uh, geography and history made me really interested in that. That's for true. But I, what I mm. actually... Uh, thought about when I was coming out of school, not that, that we had career counsellors back then, <laughs> sadly. <laughs> um, Foreign thought. Well, um, landscape gardening and, and um, construction. Ooh. So I've been a plumber, I've been an electrician, I've been a painter, I've been, um, I used to uh, work in nursing homes. So I've done a few things in between becoming a teacher to realise that I needed to go and uh, study. Uh, to get something behind me, I didn't actually pass school. <laughs> so there's a little bit of interest for you. I actually had to go back and repeat. But I did it two years later. So I finished school, didn't quite pass, went out to the real world, did a bit of landscape gardening, all these different jobs. Uh, I worked as a bartender. Uh, I, as I said, I used to work in a nursing home. I was a cleaner. Uh, and then I realised that I got money very quickly because you, you get it very quickly. Um, but long term wise, I couldn't see myself being a cleaner for the rest of my life or a painter uh, or an electrician or a gardener, any of those sort of things. So my parents were very much into education. And so they helped me get back. And I went back to college, did my degree, my leaving certificate again. And then went, went on to university after that. Three degrees later, so I have three degrees now. Ooh. So I learned to love learning, but it took me that to get there because I was a bit, uh, I was a little bit slower with my learning. I'm dyslexic, so I have to learn a little bit differently, and it takes me a bit longer. But I, I fell in love with learning, to be honest. I think it's important that when you're learning, you're experiencing more rather than just sort of sitting in a chair and listening to what the teacher has to say and that Absolutely. your experience as working yeah. different sort of odd jobs and yeah. experiencing different careers is important in general and yeah. that's very inspiring to well, hear. It brings a bit of variety but it also, one, as I said, one thing I did learn is I need to learn and, and even today I'm you know, a student of leadership. I love what I do. I love leading schools. I uh, love leaving people and, you know, I continue to learn how to be good at that. It doesn't just stop, you know, once you become a principal, you still have to continue to do that. I just want to ask you a bit about the school. So you, you obviously don't, you obviously can eat whatever you want. I mean, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> Is that right? I uh, what are you say saying that. about my size? Yeah, like, you have a much, a bit more freedom. Uh, okay. Like if you were a student, would you prefer um, to eat in the canteen get food from the eco-cafe, or would you just bring your own lunch to, to school? As a student, right. Okay, that's a different perspective. Like from a student's perspective. Um, you know what? I probably wanted to either the either the canteen or the eco-cafe. Mm. Probably because I was pretty lazy with as a child. I know that unless my mum had made my lunch for me, I probably would have walked out the door without it. Uh, as probably happens with my son now. <laughs> if the lunch isn't there, he's probably going to the eco cafe or the cafeteria, depending on how much food he wants. 
because in the cafeteria you'll get more volume for your money as opposed to the uh, eco cafe i think let's switch it up a bit as a teacher <laughs> as a as a principal now mm. as a leader of the school and this is a very serious and important question bring it eco cafe it. or canteen be honest the you know world what? wants your I'm, answer. I'm going to say, and I probably shouldn't oh, I'll get in trouble with this, the Eco Cafe. Mm. Now, having said that, there is a proviso to that. The Eco Cafe has coffee, real coffee. Hence, the cafeteria doesn't really. Okay, but the cafeteria is, is a place of nutrients. Now you've started a controversy, Mr. Lachlan. There'd <laughs> I be wars. I, I mean, I guess it wars. depends. Yeah. It, does, it does really depend. It depends on like, what I, people I, like. I'm personally a lover of coffee as well, so I enjoy the occasional nourishment from the Eco Cafe. But it depends on what you want, right? So the Eco Cafe has small food, quick food, uh, and has coffee. <laughs> so if you, in, if you need to move through fast, you're probably going to go for a bite. And a bite comes from the Eco Cafe. Yeah, sure. If you've got a little bit more time and you've got time to spend sitting with your friends, uh, which I'll do, I'll go up and sit with teachers and eat lunch with teachers, then that's that's what I would do. Uh, and the food you'll get probably is, you'll get a probably a broader selection of food from the cafeteria. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it can be one or another. I know that's what you wanted they to, have to happen. They own strengths. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. It's all relative absolutely but that's what people have to remember right so it's not one's better than the other Mm. it's depending on the time and what you want at At the end of the day it's your own personal preference and i know you're a very busy person so i guess the eco cafe is the safest option on the nexus website you have a little there's a little extract that we found particularly Mm. interesting here it is my purpose is to inspire <laughs> people okay. my purpose is to inspire people one conversation at a time with a shared vision and common purpose now you've throughout this interview you've mentioned your desire and your love for leading people and socializing and just yep. having a little chat could you tell us more about your emphasis on relationships and connections for me building relationships is what leaders do right and what I've learned is that um, happy people perform better Uh, people don't perform under fear in fact you might get a bit of performance from people that are in fear so you can come in with that angry approach and do all that and people will perform for a little bit uh, but what you'll find is that will slowly deteriorate my legacy is about I think for me it's not about a building it's not about getting more learners in the school. It's not about reaching my, my balance sheet with, with budgets and things like that. It's more about creating an environment where people feel safe, um, they have they recognised, uh, and they have a sense of belonging. And recognition is so easy for us to do. Sometimes it's as simple as going up to someone and saying, I really liked what you did yesterday, but be specific with what you say. So saying to people, I, good job, well done, means nothing. But if you say, oh, I really like the way you performed yesterday on the stage, that was pretty awesome that you stood up there, or that you guys are sitting here interviewing me at the moment, that's pretty cool. That nothing. is, oh, that's nothing. Oh. nothing. <laughs> but, Typical but, day. But it's, it's a recognition, and I think that's really important. That's part of the job as a leader, not just me, but as a leader. You know, everyone wants to be part of something bigger. And together we can do awesome amounts. Singularly, it's very difficult to get things moving. Right. So building those relationships take time. 
uh, it's a belief, you know, I have a belief of one conversation at a time, from the hallway conversation to sitting here, to having a conversation, or it's in an office with somebody. And each time you have that conversation, you build a relationship. And the more we know about each other, the more we will do for each other. And I wish I'd learned that when I was at school, because I tended to get in a bit of trouble at school. I really (laughs) feel like our relationships are a big part in, like, people, like, who want to, like, be big. It's like you have to have, like, really good relationships and, like, have, like, really good connections with um, and, a lot of people and you need to sort of have that intercultural understanding as well which is really important you know I look around uh, this room here and there's quite we've got a, quite a lot of a variety of cultures just in this room and understanding where each of us come from is really important uh, in, in building that relationship that you're talking about but if you think about most of the, the people who have great careers in the world is because they've learnt that ability to connect with people or connect people together um, you know, let's switch things up a bit. Um, Again? <laughs> well, you're obviously switching. You obviously are still a pretty new to Nexus. Indeed. But um, in what you've done so far, yep. what achievement do you think are you most proud of? Wow. Uh, I don't think there's one thing I'm most proud of. One thing I do believe in is that it's never about one thing. It's about lots of different little things. It's about um, nudging away at things all the time. And once you do that with people, um, you create momentum and you get breakthroughs, right? So it's never about one program or, or one exciting thing that you're going to do. It's about lots of different things. So for me, some big ones are learner voice. You guys wondering what you're doing now was something I thought about when I first arrived. That's a year later, but we've got there, right? Um, Learner voice is really important. So when I first came in, our learner leadership was quite small. I think we only had maybe 20 learners in the leadership program. Now we have 120. Now that took a year to get to. So some things don't happen straight away. You, you start things, you, as you, you've heard it probably saying, you, you plant the seed and water it and it starts to grow over time and things will come through. All right, so it's learner voice, which I've loved. Um, Building our sustainability, our eco-sustainability. We've got 14 garden beds now. We've got hydroponics, uh, four hydroponics that create about eight kilos of food every month. Um, And then we've got composting. Now, all of those things I started talking about last year, and now they're starting to come through with learners running them. So I've got learners looking after hydroponics. I've got learners looking after some of the um, uh, composting. And we've got vermo composting in there with worms. We've got air composting. And then we've got um, anaerobic composting, which hopefully will start soon as well, which is no air. We've got a middle leadership program for our staff, which is, is in full flight now, which is great because I think building middle leadership is really important. I don't leave from the top. We leave from the middle when we talk about organisations. The middle people are really important people. Um, more parent volunteers. We run a parent volunteer program at the moment. So parents come in. I run a workshop with them. Uh, that means they can come into the school safely and work with you guys. And you know what? Maybe the last one, and it's only a last one because it comes anyway with, with good things that happen in the school, is our student numbers increased. Our learner number is up by since I started 400 and overall. So you know what? That's great. But that comes with those things. I don't think about that number first. It's that comes because we created what I call a better product. 
you know, and the better product is because of learner voice, because of um, academics are doing well. You know, all those different little things create these breakthroughs that you get. And they're the things I love to see. This is what we're doing today. I love to see. I love to see myself too. <laughs> but no one can see you, so we're okay. talking to ourselves. All it's right. just really cool to, to just sit and have a talk. Honestly, yeah, it's great. It's just I love really it. cool. And we've learned so much about you in such a short amount of time. And I think it's really admirable that, you know, you're open about the things that you've done to get here. I mean, working a variety of jobs, yeah. sort of learning to love learning is yeah. something that's incredibly important. And yeah. I think a lot of students would really I, I know I personally I had to learn to love to learn yeah. and that's that's a valuable <laughs> lesson to learn in life and I gotta stop saying learning um, but <laughs> it's I, a great word it's a great word I love it my favorite you just seem like such a passionate and very driven person and it's just so wonderful to have someone like you leading the school. Oh, you're I mean, saying all the nicest things. No, it's not Thank every you. day that really you have a principal. That. I mean, yeah. I remember my last school's principal. I mean, she she gave me the stink eye when I said hi to her in the hallway. <laughs> I'm not even joking. I was like, what did I do? The good old stink eye. Yeah. So um, it's great to have this opportunity where we can sort of just sit down and we can just hear from your experience, yeah. like what you've done to get here and what you plan to keep on exploring and seeing throughout these you know no i appreciate your, your that. next years no, so. it's great it's yeah it's nice to know that you've got that i appreciate that thank you it's nice you as a leader of the school i think it would mean so much to many learners around the school who are unsure about their pathway towards yep. a future beyond nexus what advice can you give to students of all ages, not just IB or IGCSC, but students mm. in middle school who mm. are not sure or, or are conflicted about what to do beyond this school? Okay, first, life is long. You're going to live to 100. Now, I may not, but you will, for sure. So keep remembering that. One thing is that people sometimes get fixated on I've got to get my first degree. I've got to get my house. I've got to get a car. And they get stuck on that. And my suggestion is to let that go because I've had how many jobs? I told you about a number of jobs that I had. Um, and I've been a principal of, of a dozen schools. So you'll go through and have lots of jobs and lots of opportunities. And some people won't always stay in the same degree that you start with. I know my mate, is he did an economics degree. He became an entrepreneur elsewhere, but not he didn't go into the same career he had chosen. So keep that in mind. The one is value yourself, value your worth. I didn't get that when I went through school. It was only later that I realised that um, it doesn't matter what happens to you in life, you are worth as the same as everybody else. So you may get pushed down. You may fail at things, but you, you are just the same worth as everybody else. So don't think you're any less. Try and stay away from naysayers, what I call naysayers. They're the ones that say, oh, you can't do that. That's too hard. Don't do that. Because when you group yourself with naysayers, you tend to be negative yourself. 
when you group yourself with people that are positive and and go yeah absolutely go for it now you might fail but you're in a more you're in a greater mindset to succeed than you would be from a closed mindset you've got to work hard it doesn't come easy you mentioned this to before as i said the 20 mile march and that's, that's literally about the fact that you have to keep going at things. It doesn't mean you have to sprint, but just keep working away at different things. If you want to be a whatever it might be, right, it might take you twice as long as everyone else. doesn't matter. Life is long. You know, as I said, I've got three degrees now. I didn't get them all in one go. I did them over time. So value your worth, stick to it. You know, some of these great entrepreneurs that you see around the world they've spent thousands and thousands of hours before they got that breakthrough but they had to keep working at it consistency Um, is key consistency absolutely and you'll have little drips and drops in that but just keep at it and there'll be times where you fail and but it's the courage to stand up and continue and that sometimes means you've got to be a bit vulnerable too uh, because it's like on stage you're on stage and you you muck up but you know what? You're on stage. And that's better than not being on stage. And so you own things there a little bit more. So it's facing your fears and, and having the courage. Our family motto is fortune favours the brave or fortune mm. favours mm. the courageous. Right? And it's something I've always, I've been lucky I suppose to get that one as a <laughs> motto for my family. But it's something I've always believed in. So even though you will go through dark times, don't get me wrong, there is, life is not always perfect. You'll get times where, you know, things go wrong, um, but adversity creates opportunity. And it's just getting through that adversity. And sometimes adversity actually makes you stronger. So don't think when you fail, you're going to continue to fail. You'll get better if you stick at it. Long story short, though, for that one, right? <laughs> I really feel like, like, the, sorry. I really feel like the, the mind is a really powerful asset to what makes a human being a human being because it really just dictates like their actions and how they act in the real world. A hundred percent. Well, I think that's all the time we have for this session. Um, I'd like to thank Mr. Lachlan for using his time to come have a chat with us and Loved it. be a part of this first episode. My name's Joshua. Um, you want to say your name? This is my KK. Name- <laughs> this, this is, is KK. KK. He doesn't know. He doesn't. He doesn't know my name. Well, that's all the time we have. This has been Nextcast, and we'll see you later. Thank you for sticking to the end of the episode. Make sure you go subscribe on whatever apps you get your podcast from, and we'll see you next time. If you've got any questions or comments, feel free to contact us at nextcast at nexus.edu.sg. You are listening to Nextcast.